to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor. Peggy, I'm Becca, and today I'm on my way home from work and off to do the weekly shop. Uh, the joys of having a car as a daily driver is that you get to use your car for even the most mundane of tasks to make them a little bit more fun. Um, so I'm in looking forward to my trip to the big t- big Tesco's on my way home. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is how easy it can be to make friends with your classic car. Uh, I've recently had a few shows where I've been able to kind of go up to people and talk to them purely because I've got a car, they've got a car and I want to talk to them about their experiences and stories and uh, I want to share some of mine as well. So I'm really grateful to Peggy for giving me these sorts of opportunities because it's been really enjoyable doing those things. Today's podcast is actually about one of those shows. Um, We had really quite a busy week um, last week when I'm recording this, um, but it's going to be a couple of weeks back when this podcast goes out. You'll have heard last week's podcast about uh, the little adventure that we had up to the motorist to celebrate Peggy's 53rd registration day. We had Friday where I recorded the podcast for that and then following that we had an event on the Saturday, a little local event, uh, which is actually one of my favourite events that we go to um, on on a regular basis. Um, Having been previously with my family and their cars before I got Peggy. The event that I'm talking about is called A Classic Affair. I believe it's been running since 2016 and it's organised by uh, this lovely couple who actually own a classic car garage uh, locally in uh, St Ives towards Cambridgeshire, not down uh, south. And uh, they also kind of volunteer and are involved with uh, Magpass who are an air ambulance service um, in the area and so they have been putting on this little show um, well it started off as little but it's got gradually quite large um, especially this year um, in another village locally called Hemingford Grey and there's a little pavilion there where they're able to put on uh, a few cars a few stalls and it's all run for donations towards Magpass. They don't actually advertise um, their business, uh, Quest Brothers Classic Cars, at the event. Um, It's very much focused on getting a lot of fundraising for Magpass, um, but they do kind of advertise the event through their um, their business so you get a lot of lovely well restored cars 
all making it to this show that they've worked on as well as uh, a few uh, other people who have heard about the wonderful show that it is. So I believe that my family probably have been going since before, since it, it started really, um, because my dad knows uh, Hazel and Paul who run it and uh, it was really local to us, nice little show to do a run to. Um, but I was at uni for the first couple of years. The first time that I actually attended was not last year, the year before. I went with my dad in his car then and uh, my sister and my mum also came along and it was a really lovely kind of low-key event at the time that was local, had a few stalls and um, quite a few interesting cars to have a look around. They also have uh, a few bikes and mopeds as well and I enjoyed looking at those because I was uh, really interested in mopeds, especially Vespers, when I was younger. So it was really nice um, two years ago and so when I found out that last year it was going ahead and it was actually one of the very few shows that went ahead last year, I was really pleased that it was going to be Peggy's first show. Um, Quest Brothers had done a few cars and coffees last year during the kind of earlier parts of the summer because they were unsure whether Classic Affair was going to go ahead and they wanted to have the opportunity to raise some money and things regardless. Um, but then when it was going ahead, it was especially nice that it was going to be Peggy's first show. So we went along last year. It was noticeably bigger last year because so many people were so keen to go to an event because so few things had been on last year. Um, but it was still so well managed, so nice to walk around. They always seem to get really good weather for it, regardless of the fact that it's in September and towards the end of what most people call the season. So really lovely event last year. And because I'd got myself booked on last year, I was emailed before it kind of went to general public to get uh, the access to tickets this year and they sold out really quickly again this year because the the event is limited by the size of the cricket pavilion that it's held at so there's really limited space in terms of cars i think there was about 300 cars this year and the the pitch was very full and they actually had had to close down uh, having any public parking for the show as a result of it so anyone who was public had to kind of walk to the show or park a little bit further out and walk their way in as well just to make sure that as many people as possible were able to get their cars on the field and it was a really impressive showing this year so um Last year and this year, we made a point of going with my parents and also uh, some family friends who have a TR5. And we, the way that Classic Affair does kind of, if you want to park with friends and family or clubs or anything like that, you have to arrive with them, uh, which means it makes for quite a fun little, um, 
convoy before the show starts so I drove over to my parents house because we kind of live the furthest way out we met up with them and then we convoyed over to our friend's house who lives in St Ives so it's the closest and then we kind of shuffled a few people around to make sure that everyone was in a car because this year uh, they had uh, a family member with them and uh, the TR5 is only really a two-seater um, so we shuffled a few people around and then set off on our convoy from there over to Hemingford it's only a very short trip but it's always so fun to be in kind of a row of classic cars and uh, enjoying kind of driving in front and behind uh, some others who are enjoying their drive as well also makes it more difficult for people to do dangerous overtakes and things like that so uh, makes for a bit more of a less stressful driving experience so we arrived uh, reasonably early I think arrivals for uh, showing cars was between 9.30 and 11 um, because it opened to the public at 11. There was a few people rolling in a little bit later than that but we tried to get there reasonably early and it meant that we were quite near the kind of the start of uh, the event and uh, able to see quite a lot of cars coming in and able to see uh, get ourselves all kind of all set up and, and comfortable with an ample picnic space as um, it was going to be quite tight for space this year. Largely it was really good because they'd been kind of a little bit more concerned with uh, social distancing and things without vaccines and things like that last year. All the cars were socially distanced so there was quite a lot of space and things but with trying to fit as many cars on the field as possible this year things were a little bit more cramped together so we had to kind of do some negotiating with a few of the people around us uh, to make sure that we had somewhere to set ourselves up with a, with a picnic and um, enjoy the show. So once we were all set up and had kind of had a cup of tea and made ourselves kind of had exchanged some recent stories from uh, our, our recent escapades out, um, particularly us telling everyone about uh, the adventure up to the motorist and things uh, the week before. We, me and Jamie went for a little bit of a walk round uh, to film all the cars that were there and all the bikes that were there. We did actually have to do it in two parts and break for lunch in the middle because it was so many cars, there was so much to see, some really unusual cars that I don't think I'd ever seen in person before and it was so good to have that opportunity to see them, get up close to them. Quite a lot of the time there was an owner there who was sat down uh, at the back so you could ask them some questions and get to kind of know the cars a little bit better. There was some really uh, beautiful kind of uh, commercial vehicles as well that had made the trip because it was local to them and uh, it wasn't too far for them to go on their less good uh, fuel economy than some of us. Um, but it was really just a wonderfully warm day. The cars that were on display are always so good and it was just so friendly. 
Um, being a reasonably small and local event, it's a good opportunity to get to know some people that are in your area with similar cars to you. We had a really good chat with a couple who had got uh, their Morris Minor convertible just 10 months ago. They got it in November during lockdown. So it was really interesting to hear their experience of buying uh, a car during what was a full lockdown and uh, the things that they'd managed to do with her this summer. And also they were new classic car owners. So we were able to kind of ex exchange some of those stories of getting used to having a classic car. We also met another guy who had a police car from Brighton, Morris Minor, the same year as Peggy, and were able to kind of have a, a chat to him. Again, one of his first shows out with the car and uh, network with him a little bit about uh, some other shows that we'd heard about and some shows that he'd heard about um, so that you could find out uh, some more things that were happening in the local area. It was also fascinating to see some cars that despite living locally and being constantly out in my classic car you just don't see out very often. Um, we also saw a very uh, well maintained and interesting example of a Ford Capri uh, that had uh, exceptional kind of engine work and restoration and things like that and was in the most amazing orange colour and again a car that perhaps don't see out so often um, but is really good to get very close to in person and that was one of Jamie's favourite cars of the show. There was also some very nice Lotuses that he had his eyes on um, including a Lotus Elan Plus 2 um, that was in a very attractive kind of bluey colour um, and you know that we like our blue cars so that was very beautiful to see in person and again had its bonnet up so we can have a really good nosy at the engine and things like that. My personal favourites of the show were actually a very nicely done um, green Bedford van uh, a little one that I thought oh we could just put a nice mattress in the back of that and it'd make such a good kind of uh, staying over car like just park it up and, and sleep somewhere kind of thing but it was so immaculately done and uh, just looked so cute uh, on the field and there was also a really interesting RAC um, recovery van there with the kind of all the, the hooks and towing materials needed for uh, helping someone who's in trouble with all the livery and everything still painted on it. It was a really gorgeous example of that and not something I think I'd ever seen at a show before. So really good to see that sort of thing in person. I also really enjoyed a very impressive display of motorcycles and mopeds. There was really a lovely variety of those there and um, made for uh, quite an interesting thing to look through and reminisce about when that was what I really wanted when I turned 16. when we've been there's been a couple of stands there um, 
but this year there was quite a few more stands there with little kind of crafty bits and cakes and food and um, some other kind of automotive related things as well. It was actually at that show last year where I uh, first saw, saw the local car detailing brand Mint Car Classic and eyed up some of their products before heading home thinking about it and realising having just moved out and not having access to uh, my dad's cleaning stuff I should probably invest in some of my own for Peggy. Uh, I made a choice to go with them and have kind of loved their stuff ever since um, and they very kindly sent uh, Peggy some gifts for her birthday but it was the first time that I got to meet kind of Damien in person and have a chat and hear more about his brand and uh, kind of the wonderful work that he does for uh, making some very fantastic smelling and really well working classic car detailing stuff. Um, so it was really good to meet them and have a chat with them. There was also some other really good stands with some fantastic artwork on them and uh, some good charity stands as well with some really good uh, sewing projects and things like that. It was really just a very nicely well put together, well organised show that to have such a good show so close to home and to be able to attend it and uh, also share it with you guys this year um, through kind of my recordings of uh, the video uh, if you're watching on YouTube uh, or just kind of my hopefully enthusiastic sounding uh, description of what a great show it is. fantastic time there every time that we've been it's so good to be able to have that especially towards the end of the season uh, so locally to kind of uh, be able to catch up with some local friends and my family at the show and kind of share some of the things that we've done with our cars uh, while we've been out for the season I've still got a few more events planned before I guess the season ends um, obviously Peggy will all being well still be out and about after the season um, but having such a fantastic show locally to enjoy as things start to close up and always does so well with the weather even uh, at, the, at the lower end of the season is just uh, a real blessing and I'm not sure if and when uh, Paul and Hazel Quest will hear this but I do want to pass on some huge thanks to them for organising such a brilliant show, doing all that they do for the classic car community in the area and making sure that a very good charity is supported by all their hard work as well. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to today's podcast and if you've been watching on YouTube you've enjoyed some of the visuals of us walking around and enjoying the day it will hopefully give you an idea of just the variety and excellent examples of cars that are there but also cars like Peggy that are daily driven and you get to see um, enjoying themselves as well thank you so much for listening drive safely and happy motoring